Fighting for the Faith is listener-supported radio. That means we depend upon you and your generous gifts and financial contributions in order to continue to bring Fighting for the Faith to you into the world. If you don't already support us, you can do so by visiting our website, fightingforthefaith.com. When you get there, you can click on one of our two friendly yellow buttons, or you can make your gift payable to Fighting for the Faith and then send it to Post Office Box 13344, Grand Forks, North Dakota, zip code 58208. And thank you for your support. It's time for another edition of Fighting for the Fame. Thursday, September 11th, 2014. Heads up, we're going to be doing kind of a special episode today, which means we're only going to be talking about one thing. It's not really a light topic, but there will be no sermon review today. for tuning in. You're listening to Fighting for the Faith. My name is Chris Rosebro. I am your servant in Jesus Christ, and this is the program that dishes up a daily dose of biblical discernment, the goal of which, help you to think biblically, help you to think critically, and help you compare what people are saying in the name of God to the Word of God. And well, sadly, there is no shortage of crazy things being said out there, all in the name of Jesus, all in the name of God, and weird stuff being done in the name of Jesus and in the name of God that just doesn't square with scripture. Case in point is the uh, the new movie that uh, is soon to be released kind of like broad release is the uh, movie called Holy Ghost. Uh this is put out by Wanderlust and uh, is making the rounds in kind of the charismatic and pentecostal movements and uh, churches that are into the so-called gifts of the spirit and things like that. And unfortunately having watched this thing uh, taken copious notes and uh, even taken the time to actually get some good sound from the the premiere that happened over at Bethel over the weekend. Uh, I can tell you definitively what is there in the movie Holy Ghost isn't from the Holy Ghost. I think as Christians it's important for us to speak the truth and to not, not engage in trickery and scamming type of things in order to manipulate people all in the name of God. The ends never justify the means. And as you're going to find out, the so-called miraculous things that are documented in the movie Holy Ghost, well, they're far from miraculous. In fact, um, two things in particular we'll take a look at uh, during today's episode of Fighting for the Faith, as well as kind of the theological stuff. But... um, the uh, the so-called you know cold miracles you know the guys wandering the streets performing miracles in the uh, holy ghost movie well uh, we can just chalk that up to a particular technique it's a well-known technique easily debunked if you know what you're looking for um it's called the technique of cold reading yeah that's what that is and we'll explain what cold reading is we'll give you examples of people who claim to be psychics and their you know how they do quote unquote cold reading so you understand how the technique is used and then we'll show you from the holy ghost movie that the same exact false technique used by psychics and fortune tellers and stuff like that was used by some of the guys out doing street ministry during the Holy Ghost movie. We'll also take a look at the so-called miracle of leg, you know, of, of pulling one leg out, leg healing. You know, you got one leg that's shorter than the other. We'll take a look at that technique as well as some of the uh, uh, bad theological statements made in the movie Holy Ghost. So this uh, episode of Fighting for the Faith, I have no clue how long it's going to be. I I just don't know. But uh, from time to time, we think it's important that we uh, put an episode out that deals with a singular topic so that people don't have to kind of sift through different segments. But you have one thing that you can pass on to friends and warn them. Yeah, in fact, that's probably a good idea. If you have somebody who thinks that the Holy Ghost movie 
is uh, is documenting true movements of the spirit and things like that. You need to uh, point him to this episode of Fighting for the Faith on the Fighting for the Faith website. And we'll be putting this up on our YouTube channel uh, to make it easier for people to share this episode of Fighting for the Faith so that they can be warned. Listen, I I believe in God the Holy Spirit. I'm not a skeptic when it comes to God the Holy Spirit. Um, In fact, I'm quite uh, comfortable with uh, the fact that God can do whatever God wants to do. But if we're going to speak about God the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit has commanded in his word that we speak accurately about him, uh, that we not engage in trickery, that we not engage in clever schemes and tactics in order to uh, bring people into the kingdom, so to speak. No, we as Christians have a very important message, and that's the message of reconciliation with the one true God, one by us, uh, one for us, by Jesus Christ on the cross. So, um, when uh, when people are out there in the name of Jesus trying to defend their particular weird experiences and they have to resort to the same techniques used by magicians and so-called psychics and then blaming it on God the Holy Spirit, well, then we've got a big problem, a huge problem. And so um, I'm actually calling out the producer of uh, this particular movie, uh, you know the the producer. I think his name is Darren Wilson, and uh, basically calling him out and saying, "How dare you?" Yeah, that's kind of you know to kind of lead this off. How dare you pass off these false miracles, parlor tricks, and tricks used by people who are magicians and so-called psychics and mentalists as passing these off as true manifestations of God the Holy Spirit. These were no manifestations of God the Holy Spirit at all. In fact, they I mean, for you to say that these were from God the Holy Spirit with no conscience whatsoever as to the trickery that was going on here tells me that, well, you are either highly deceived or so hard up, yeah, so desperate for evidence to support your 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 false manifestations of the spirit that you will resort to the lowest of the low scams and tricks in order to deceive people. This is not the work of God the Holy Spirit. Jesus makes it clear those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And as you're about to find out from today's episode of Fighting for the Faith, the truth is far, far, far away from the movie Holy Ghost. So uh, what I've decided to do for uh, today's episode as well as future episodes where we do updates on the Holy Ghost movie, we have uh, what I call our Holy Ghost update music. So we're going to get right into it and uh, we'll begin by playing our Holy Ghost update music. Here we go. That's right. Holy Ghost Busters is what we're going to be doing here. Yeah, busting Holy Ghost the movie. Um, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to start off with to kind of set up the stage so that you understand what's going on with this. Uh, we're going to go to audio from the premiere at uh, Bethel Church in Redding, California. And uh, listen as Darren Wilson, the producer of the Holy Ghost movie, introduces, if you would, um, what's going on in this movie and talks about that it's intentionally controversial and that this is the Holy Spirit's movie. Yeah, kind of get the idea. So you kind of get you know the feel for it. So here's soundbite number one from the premiere from Bethel over the weekend, where he says that this this movie is well controversial. Here we go. I understand this movie is controversial. I understand it's it's, it's uh, stirring up a little bit of a hornet's nest, and that is the point. So. There may be things that you, you see here that you're like, well, I don't know. I don't want to think about that. Okay. Sorry. What this movie, this movie was born out of me, the, the desire, when the Lord asked me to make a movie about the Holy Spirit. Now, this is kind of an important thing that he just said. When the Lord told him to make this movie about the Holy Spirit. So here's the deal. 
is that because I'm critiquing this film and God's the one who told him to make it, um, well, if God's the one who really told him to make this film, then the person I'm actually guilty of sinning against isn't Darren Wilson. It's God the Holy Spirit. But if God the Holy Spirit's really the one behind this, then why would God the Holy Spirit have Darren Wilson engage in magic tricks and uh, cold reading techniques of psychics, basically parlor tricks and stuff like that, in order to demonstrate the so-called spirit's power. Just keep that in mind as we uh, delve into today's program. Let's continue uh, as we listen to him. I said, the only, re- the only way I can do this is by letting him lead me completely. And so what I tried to do with this film is position myself in a way to hear him as much as possible, and that happened either through me getting little butterflies in my stomach, to me thinking, you know, hearing what I, what I feel over the years I've learned is the Lord's voice speaking to me. So butterflies in your stomach, what you think is the Lord. Notice the abject subjectivity of this. Nothing objective about it at all. I mean, basically, this movie was kind of created via spirit walking. You know what I'm saying? We had people having dreams of things that we should do. It was just, it was insanity. Yeah, I agree with that last one. In, insanity would be a good way to put it. And I just tried to say, Lord, you lead me where you want me to go, and I'll take a crew, and we'll go, and when we show up, you tell us what to do there. So we literally, we would get off airplanes. You can ask Todd's here. You can ask him. We'd get off off a plane and look at each other and be like, now what? (laughs) What are we doing? Now, Todd, the Todd he's talking about is Todd White. What are we doing here? So um, this is a movie that when when I say it was led by the Holy Spirit, I really mean it. There was no plan. There was no... There's no master kind of like idea. It was just, Holy Spirit, you lead me, and I don't know what kind of a movie you're going to make. And the cool thing was, is we filmed so much footage. He showed up so much that I had to make two movies. Lovely. There's going to be part two to this nonsense. So what you're seeing tonight is part one of two. And uh, Holy Ghost Reborn will be out next year. Uh, putting it together right now. Uh, and if you make sure that you guys, especially those of you who are watching online, stick around for the credits because during the credits you'll get a little sneak peek of part two. Okay, so we've get, been threatened here with uh, part two of this. And by the way, you, you notice I'm, I'm pretty harsh coming right out of the gate. Yeah, that's because I've done my homework. I know what it is that you're about to hear. So stick with me on this. I mean, because what we're, what we're going to be doing here is just pulling back the curtain and show you the smoke and mirrors used to create false signs, false wonders to deceive people in this movie. Now, um, so let's kind of finish up with uh, what he was said. He finished off this little you know, intro by making this statement. This is the Holy Spirit's film. And I pray that he will do with it whatever he wants. And that he will touch every single heart that is watching this. Whether you're here, whether you're online, whether you believe in him or not. And and I do. I do believe in God, the Holy Spirit. Whether you think that he is the savior of the world or you think... Actually, Jesus is the savior of the world. ...think that he is a joke and a fairy tale. I pray that right now, for the next two hours, he will captivate your heart. And he will invade your life, and you will realize how very much he loves you. All right. So that's kind of, you know, give you a flavor of what's going on, uh, you know, you know, the setup for the movie. Darren Wilson, the guy who produced it, who shot it, who, you know, was, you know he's in the movie several different points. So um, let's kind of then fast forward into the movie itself and uh, the setup that's in the movie so you can kind of get an idea of what's going on. What's the major premise behind the movie? Here we go. I want to show you something. Something you've never seen before. Some say he's dead. Some say he's silent. Some say he's a figment of my imagination. But the Holy Spirit is real. 
and I'm going to prove it. Okay, so the Holy Spirit is real, and he's going to prove it. By the way, I totally believe God, the Holy Spirit, is real. For real. Yep, I'm a full believer in miracles. I'm a believer that uh, that that people in the time of the New Testament actually spoke in languages they didn't know. I believe that there were people who were healed. I believe Jesus walked on the water. I believe Jesus rose bodily from the grave. So I'm not approaching this as somebody who is a skeptic of Christianity. I'm approaching this as somebody who is a Berean, somebody who actually tests the claims of people against Scripture to see if what they're saying is true. So let's hear a little bit more, though, about um, what this movie is about, and uh, we continue. This is a movie about risk. I want to take the greatest risk possible as a filmmaker to make a movie that is completely led by the Holy Spirit. No plan, no safety net. Just show up wherever he leads me, find the adventure, and make God famous. Okay, so go where the Holy Spirit leads you, find the adventure, and then make God famous. That's kind of the whole goal of the movie. Which begs the question, if God the Holy Spirit was the one behind this, why the uh, cheap parlor tricks? Why the uh, psychic cold reading tactics? Why the false miracles, you know, leg growing and stuff like that? We'll get to that. So um, let's kind of pick up into the movie where the first place they end up is Salt Lake City. Here we go. One of the first things I felt God tell me was to go to Salt Lake City. So I took two friends of mine, Will Hart and Jamie Galloway, to the heart. Okay, so that's kind of the important thing. Will Hart and Jamie Galloway are kind of the guys that you're going to hear doing this street ministry stuff. Heart of Mormon country. We just got off the plane and headed towards the tabernacle. Now from there, the uh, the guys, they do this kind of street ministry thing where they find different, different people and then God the Holy Spirit is giving them different messages. And there's kind of a weird technique that they engage in. And what we'll do is we'll listen to the technique that's kind of, to kind of point this out. This is kind of a technique used by hypnotists, the, the power of suggestion. And then they slip into, yeah, this uh, Will Hart and Jamie Galloway, uh, a technique known as cold reading, which are used by people, you know, well, who claim to be psychic. But we'll, let's, let's kind of listen in to one of these um, street ministry opportunities after they've gotten off the plane in uh, Salt Lake City. Here's uh, Will Hart and Jamie Galloway. Here we go. Now, Lord, show them it's not magic. It's not my power. It's your power, Jesus. So they're praying for a guy who has some health issues. From the top of his head down the soles of his feet, I ask you for Holy Spirit just to come upon him in power. Now. So apparently God the Holy Spirit's going to come on him in power, and he snaps his fingers. Now. You feel that? Yeah. What does feel what? What does that feel like? I guess when you when you feel like there's some someone behind you or, or something's there. Yeah. You turn around, you can't see it. Yeah. That's what, that's what it feels like. Watch this. Double it. Now, th- again, this is like hypnosis. Now, double it. This this is a technique used by people who are hypnotists. Double it more. Isn't that crazy? Uh, that is pretty, pretty cool. There's been like... Now, let me back this up. Before we get to this part, you need to understand something. And that something is the technique being employed by uh, Will Hart and Jamie Galloway at this point in uh, the uh, Holy Ghost movie, is a technique known as cold reading. Now, what we're going to do is I'm going to play for you a part of an A&E documentary where Michael Shermer, the psychologist, debunks uh, James von Prague's claims to being a psychic and explains how the technique of cold, warm, and hot reading works. Yeah, here, listen in so that you can kind of get the technique. And then I'll give you an example from of uh, uh, James von Prague doing a cold reading. And I'll also give you an example of John Edwards, the famous so-called psychic, d- using the exact same technique. And you'll see, that once you understand how the technique works, you'll see that that's the exact same technique that uh, Will Hart and Jamie Galloway are using in the Holy Ghost movie. So here's... Um, the a e documentary and Michael Shermer explaining how cold, warm, and hot readings work. Can a medium like James Van Prague receive and interpret messages from people who have died? 
Some scientists believe that the techniques used by Van Prague have more to do with his background than any type of psychic ability. In my opinion, James Van Prague is an actor who was for a long time in search of a role to play. If you read his book, if you read the interviews with him, it's all there. He grew up in the theater. He worked for Paramount Studios. He hung around Hollywood types in hopes of finding work. He finally found work as an actor playing the role of a medium, and he's now very successful. Psychologists like Michael Shermer contend that Van Prague's so-called psychic ability is best understood in terms of the different types of readings that anyone could perform. Cold readings are where you, you literally read somebody cold. You've never seen them before, you haven't uh, gotten information on them, and you just start throwing stuff out. Lots and lots and lots of comments and questions. Yeah, again, th this is the oatmeal against the wall technique. Lots and lots. I mean, lots and lots of comments and questions. So much so that you have more than one question or comment on the table, and you're waiting for the person to kind of respond you know, to what you've put out there, shotgun style, and once they respond, they can respond with a, a look, a glance, uh, you know, some kind of a nod, even, you know, respond verbally. The idea is, is that you throw a whole bunch of things out, you know, and then you see what, get, what you get a hit on, and then you drill down on that. But the idea, though, is, is that this is a, a hit-and-miss approach to kind of create the illusion that the person is getting spiritual information that they couldn't have gotten otherwise because, of course, well, I've never met you before, the person will claim, right? That's kind of a big part of this shtick, is that claim, we've never met before, we've never met before, there's no way I could have known this, right? And you'll see that when we get into the uh, the technique, when we listen to uh, James Von Prague and uh, John Edwards using the technique. So, so listen again. And the way that works is um, most of what you say are misses. But That's right. Most of what the, these guys say, they're misses. People will remember the hits and forget the misses, and the reason you get hits at all is through random chance. A warm reading makes statements about people that are true for virtually everyone. We almost all have pictures of our lost loved ones in the bedroom, next to the bed, on the hearth, over the fireplace, uh, on the mantle where we keep these sorts of uh, memories. So a warm reading would be to say something about that person that's true for everyone, and you're bound to get a hit 80, 90 percent certainty. A hot reading is one where the medium actually digs into the client's past retrieving seemingly otherworldly information from earthly sources. Right, and a good example of getting hot reading information would be uh, to pull up somebody's Facebook really quick and get some information about them. Yeah, and then have that relayed to the so-called psychic. So you got the idea. Cold reading is you know, hit and miss. Warm reading is based upon the stuff that kind of falls into, you know, the big bell curve of, you know, that's true for most everybody, statistically speaking. And then hot reading is where you, you find a way to kind of get information about that person by using technology or other sources to, to make it look like, hey, I didn't know I didn't know anything about you. But in reality, you have an assistant who's pulling up their Facebook wall or something. You know, you, you get what I'm saying. So that's how the technique works. And those are the different types of readings. So what we're going to listen to to kind of show you what a cold reading sounds like, uh, we're going to listen to the so-called psychic James Von Prague as he engages in a cold reading. And again, and notice, lots of misses. This is all part of how this works. Here we go. medium James Van Prague, who has had us fascinated all morning about the, the world of ghosts and the unknown. And we're going to throw it open to you with our studio audience now. Take it away and okay. see what you can see. Okay, sweetheart. Great. I'd like to start with this lady right here who's sitting right in the first row. Um, I have a mother figure very strong coming around you. A mother figure. Not, notice he didn't say your mom. He said a mother figure. That's kind of vague, kind of general. I mean... Every one of us probably has more than one quote-unquote mother figure in our life. You know what I'm saying? So notice the, the statement is very general. Okay. And uh, with the name of either Mary, Margaret, do you understand the name? Margaret Mary. Margaret Mary. Okay, Margaret Mary. And um, i got to tell you that I feel before she passes over, though, there's a lot of um, uh, hard time to walk or hard time to get up and get things going. Do you understand that? Uh-huh. Yeah, but see, notice the statement. Uh, somebody who's before they passed over, they had a hard time walking, hard time getting up. Well, most people who uh, 
you know, as they get closer and closer to death and the uh, the body starts to kind of not work anymore, yeah, they have a hard time with their mobility. That's kind of a general thing. So notice the cold reading went to a warm reading, right? So we've got a hit, and now let's go to the warm reading. That's something that's generally true for uh, you know who you know people who are mother figures as they approach death and and also a hard time on the medicines before she passed again warm reading medicines before she passed most people you know who you know, get into their elderly age you know and they lose their mobility yeah medication becomes a thing so that's no it's cold reading now we're warm um, well, she was on medication, but That's what I'm asking. she didn't okay. have any painkillers. Right, but there were med- medications she took because I, I feel this very, very much before I, um, when she's coming in here. And I feel some arthritis, by the way. There's a lot of arthritis and there's a bone problem. Okay, again, this is a warm reading. Uh, people who are elderly and are on medication, oftentimes, you know, you get up in age, and well, arthritis becomes an issue, and so much so that statistically speaking, he has a good chance of getting a hit on this. There's also something with the back. So I don't know if she sees to sit and have a pillow with the back of her, no. or is that you? Uh, see, now, notice the no. No, there's a no. No. No, that doesn't make sense to you? Okay, and what about trouble? So, you know, he's fishing here. So he went from cold reading to warm reading, and now he's, you know, kind of struck out here. So now he's going cold again, tr- just throwing stuff out to try to... Make it sound like he's getting, you know, information from the psychic world. Legs. No. Okay. Who, okay. I, uh, who has trouble with the legs now? Well, my father's had two hip replacements. Two hip replacements. He cannot walk as well as he used to. Oh, no, he walks very well. Okay. <laughs> Swing and a miss again. Notice how many times he misses. Quick, get on with that. Throw something else out on the table and then, you know, and find the thing that is, is going to be the hit. Okay. Um... Right. Was your mother buried? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because she's talking about being buried and about oh, an awake or a funeral, rather. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Most people who, you know, where their family has taken the time to actually bury them generally have a church service to go along with it, you know, a funeral or a wake. So, again, cold reading to hot, uh, not hot, but warm reading. And something, this is interesting, you you can't see the lady, but I can see her on screen here. She's got a pretty decent-sized cross necklace pendant hanging around her neck, which could help yield some information about her. And um, she knows about it. She was very surprised by it all. And who's Kathy or Kathy? Is there Catherine or Kathy? Kathy, Catherine, Kathy. And notice she's—you can't see, it, but she's shaking her head. No, so no hit on the Kathy thing. Statistically, though, he had a good chance of a Kathy. Oh, she's talking about that. Kate. You know about this name? Well, Kate. One, Kate. One, Katie. One, you Who's want that? To I have a cousin now that's just um just passing. Right now, I guess come with me today, but um, she just had to have surgery. Let's talk about her. She's praying with her. Okay, I also know who's Catholic, but there's someone who's Catholic background. Okay, so yeah, well, we got a cross on. Let's see who's Catholic. And yeah, we're um, all you're all okay. Yeah. So there was a mass said for instance, Thank you for a mass that was said, and there are prayer cards that are said. Okay, so now who? You know, so he's he's really kind of groping in the dark here. Who's Catholic? Oh, I'm hoping that cross means somebody's Catholic here. Oh, good, you're Catholic. And so now we can go to a warm reading. What's generally true about Roman Catholics? The picture of Mother Mary somewhere around. Picture of Mother Mary. Would you know about this? Do you know about this? Picture well, of Mother Mary. Catholics have Mother Mary around somewhere. Good. Okay. Well, I don't. Should, you know. <laughs> yeah, she gets, he gets called out here. Well, yeah, who, <laughs> most Roman Catholics have pictures of the Virgin Mary. <laughs> but of course, that was years ago. Um, That's still good. So. But yeah. Nola's mother's name is Mary, and Nola's mother died yeah. when Nola was only six. Oh, okay. okay. That was in 1950. Mm-hmm. Do you go backwards? I do go backwards. I go backwards from sideways also. Um, so I want to talk about something else with you, though. I said, music, music, music. I don't know why about music. Did you not do music? Were you going to do music when you were younger and you stopped doing music? No. Okay, you never wanted to play the piano? So he's getting the message of music. And, well, yeah, the answer is no on that, too. So he, he's swinging and missing all over the place. This is how cold reading works. Okay, so you got cold, cold, you find something that you, that, that you got to hit on, and then you go to warm because then you have some data that you can kind of fill in. Statistically, you have a high probability of working it. Now, let me give you another example from another so-called psychic, and uh, his name is John Edward. 
And uh, this this is going to be another kind of combination of cold and warm reading, you know, interspersed. And he's notice the fast talking. Notice he he misses, he hits, he misses, he hits, he misses. And 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 so the, the technique is very important. Here we go. Anybody not want me to come to them? Oh, okay, no problem. <laughs> Um, just very, very quickly, anytime I do this, I always tell people have an open mind. I might be able to connect with somebody for you or not. If I do come to you, just say yes or no. While we were doing this, I was being pulled. I'll get a pull to a certain section of the audience, and I can't see you guys clearly because you really were all, all dark and blue. But um, I was getting a younger male who passed. So I don't know if there was a son or a gra- uh, like a grandson or a younger brother who passed, but I was being pulled over here. This, and that section. Notice uh, he's being pulled kind of in a vague direction towards a particular section of the audience. Uh, who here has had, you know, a younger male in your family who died. Over there, if that makes sense, can you please stand? Is that a, is that a son or a younger brother? To you? Younger male to you? Okay, can you please stand so I can see you? I'm sorry. Do you wanna? Okay, um, were you, and we never met, correct? No, we never met, correct? Notice the technique. That's an important part of kind of reinforcing the illusion. We never met. I'm just, I, we're going to get all this information from the spirit world, but he's not getting any information from the spirit world. He's getting this information by doing a very rapid fire version of, of 20 questions. Okay. I just want to be clear. Would this, this person passed in an event? Okay. Cause I'm- this person passed in an event? <laughs> Young people generally pass in an event. Um, yeah, uh, that's the, again. Notice how vague that is. Getting the feeling that the younger person who's getting my attention, um, the younger person who's getting my attention, is letting me know that he passes in an event, and that is something that was unexpected. And I feel like I- yeah, most young people who die in an event, that event is an unexpected event. So again, so he went from cold to warm. I get information in level, so above would be older, to your side would be around the same age, and below you would be younger. I feel like I need to talk about somebody who's below, but they tell me to talk about the month of June, so I don't know if there's a birthday anniversary. So here we go, cold reading again, something about the month of June. Is this a hit or a miss? In the month of June, but there's something about June. They keep showing me June. Why Is June significant to you or to him? Uh, no. I think so. That's a miss. They're showing me a big six, so if I see the six, it lets me know that the sixth month June or the sixth of a month has a meaning, but connected to you, there's a big six. So it might not be to him, but what does June mean for you? Who else I, did you there's say? no revel- relevance in June, but... Uh, Swing and a miss again. I was 16, I don't know. No, 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 there's a sixth connection. So either month of June or the sixth has a meaning. Either bro- Didn't somebody pass in a car accident? It was a car accident. The ha- is it, this is how the friend passed? Yes. Okay, there's a connection to your family or to you, either in the sixth month or on the 6th of a month, because they're putting a big six. Notice how he's groping in the dark. I mean, literally, if he's, if he's getting information from the psychic world, you know, from beyond the veil, you know, why all these vague questions in this hit and miss, miss approach? Why don't you just say it, dude? Okay, so you got the technique. This is how this works. Now, coming back to the Holy Ghost movie. In the Holy Ghost movie, Will Hart and Jamie Galloway, well, they engage in this same technique. And if you are, if you know what this technique is, you can easily spot it. And this is not from God the Holy Spirit. This is the same cold reading technique used by so-called psychics. So let's go back to the Holy Ghost movie. We're on the streets. They're doing street ministry. And God the Holy Spirit is supposedly manifesting in power and giving somebody goose pimples. And now... Jamie Galloway is going to lay it on thick. And, well, all this is is a cold reading. Here we go. There's been, like, generational fears that you've had to walk through. Like, there's, a, there's like, I see a, I see a courage on your life. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, like, generational fears. And I see, like, a courage on your life. Uh-huh. That's vague, don't you think? But that you've had to really press past, like, fears. Fears that have like tried to hold you back or suppress you, and I don't mean to get personal, uh, but I just I, I see like uh, like generational fears like uh, uh, really have held down your family and almost like cause a fibromyalgia to come on someone, or is that right? Yep. And so somebody has like a neck problem. <laughs> 
So this has caused like a fibromyalgia and a, and a neck problem. Yeah. Is that your mother? My mother and I. Your mother and you? Okay. <laughs> Notice what he's doing here. This is a cold reading. He's fishing for information, doing the hit and miss thing. See, and it's even caused breathing problems, like breathing problems in the night, like uh, waking up, hard time breathing when you're waking up. Yeah, yeah I, it's, I'm sorry, but uh, fibromyalgia is not exactly a lung thing. I thought it was a muscle skeletal issue. Uh, is that true? Yes. Okay. And I don't know you. There's the technique. I don't know you, so oh, I can't be getting this from anywhere else. No, well, he's not getting this from the spirit. This is the technique of a cold reading. Just met, okay, and I'm not getting fed any lines from anybody else. But I do hear Holy Spirit, and He is speaking to me. Uh huh. You, you you're hearing hearing the Holy Spirit. Then why do you have to ask the vague questions and kind of do the hit miss cold reading technique that the so-called psychics use? Hmm. And there's something else though, like. I don't know if it was like a hernia or a... <laughs> there's something else. I don't know if it was a hernia. If it was God the Holy Spirit talking to you, wouldn't the God the Holy Spirit say and uh, tell him that it was this, that, or the other thing? So he's getting these vague impressions from God the Holy Spirit. Listen, listen again. Listen again. Again, this is clearly a, the 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 you know magic trick known as cold reading. I don't know if it was like a hernia or uh, something in your stomach area but something that you had to deal with yeah yeah what is that like that that i'm i'm talking it, about it was a mass that they found right here uh it was on my right side yeah mm. see no i don't know i don't know that stuff okay <laughs> again reinforce i don't know you i don't know you. we just heard john edward oh we've never met before kind of thing right but i will tell you this your life is forever changed from this moment this is a defining moment for you. A defining moment. You you engage in a well-known technique used by charlatans and so-called psychics, and you blame it on God the Holy Spirit and claim that this man's life has changed forever because of it? Really? And it's not because of me. It's not because of Will. It's because the Holy Spirit has, is pursuing you. And how can this be proof that God the Holy Spirit is pursuing somebody when this can easily be explained by non-supernatural means. This is this was nothing more than a cold reading. You get what I'm saying here. Yeah, now they went on to supposedly heal this person, but we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Now, what's the justification for all of this? Well, they were trying to prove something, that these lives were changed because God the Holy Spirit manifested with power. Here's their explanation for, you know, kind of what this all means. These people were touched by the living God who hasn't changed since Bible times and who wants to show each of us individually that he is real. Mm-hmm. So God wants to show each and every one of us that he's real by, you know, by us being able to have a miraculous cold reading performed over us or for us to have liver shivers and goose pimples or, and, you know, for, for it to be doubled. Yeah, no, this, 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 there's nothing miraculous to this. In fact, what all of this is, is really, really just parlor tricks and gimmicks designed to deceive people that this is some kind of a miracle of the Holy Spirit. And when we come back from our first break, we'll give you just another stellar example of total deceptive parlor tricks posing as miracles in the Holy Ghost movie, which are really no miracles at all. And we'll get get into that when we come back from the break. If you'd like to email me regarding anything you've heard on this edition or any previous editions of Fighting for the Faith, you can do so. My email address is talkbackatfightingforthefaith.com or you can subscribe on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash pirate Christian or follow me on Twitter. My name there at pirate Christian. Quick break when we come back. The miracle of leg growing. Is that really a miracle? No, not even close. Stay tuned. Don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. We don't need to rethink Christianity. We need to rediscover it. You're listening to Fighting for the Faith. You're listening to Pirate Christian Radio. We'll be taking your false doctrine now.
Marty Python's Flying Circus Church. of Marty Python's Flying Circus Church would like to apologize to all of our listeners. Normally, we do parody here at Marty Python's Flying Circus Church. Unfortunately, due to unforeseen circumstances in the current miserable state of the church, uh, we can no longer parody the church because the church just parodies itself. For proof of this particular concept, uh, we now present to you um, the uh, Holy Ghost Hokey Pokey. I'll tell you, three weeks ago, we did a Friday Night School of the Spirit and we saw 12 people heal the word of knowledge and 40 healed doing the Holy Ghost hokey pokey. Let's just go ahead and do that and see what the Lord does. You guys okay to do a little Holy Ghost hokey pokey? Can you lead it? All right, Brian's going to lead us in the Holy Ghost hokey pokey. You can... Put your right hand in, put your right hand out. You put your right hand in, you put your right hand out. You put your right hand in. Dig your right hand now. You put it in and you shake it and you shake it all about. You put your left hand in. You take your left hand out. You put your left hand in. You take your left hand out. You put your left hand in. You take your left hand out. You put it in and you shake it and you shake it all about. You put your right foot in. You take your right foot out. You put your right foot in, you take your right foot out. You put your right foot in, you take your right foot out. Put it in, and you shake it, and you shake it all about. Oh, you put your left foot in, put your left foot out. You put your left foot in, you put your left foot out. Put your left foot in, put your left foot out. Put it in, and you shake it. with the arms uh, nothing nothing real effect but then as soon as I just start we doing the whole who put your left foot in your right foot in both of my knees you know one at a time I could just feel all of a sudden it's like there was no pain I said you said start checking yourself I was just squat that's awesome thank you Lord for new knees in Jesus name come on come on um, I've had back problems most of my life and a couple of we- about a week ago my back had gone out and it was somewhat better but it was still sore uh, up until today, and when we did that hokey pokey, and she came up and testified, all the pain. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Shake it, shake it, shake it all about. You put your whole head in, you take your whole head out. You put your whole head in, take your whole head out. You put your whole head in, take your whole head. Now put it in, and you shake it, and you shake it all about, and you shake it, 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 and you shake it. Don't pay more for travel than you need to. Hi, Chris Rosebro here to tell you about Pirate Christian Radio's featured advertiser, Cheapo Air. Cheapo Air is a leading provider of airline tickets, hotel rooms, and rental cars. Cheapo Air has extensive partnerships with the top travel brands in the world. Now, whether you need to travel for business or for pleasure, Cheapo Air can help you save money. And if you visit our website, piratechristianradio.com forward slash cheap, we have a promo code that will save you an additional 
$10 off of Cheapo Air's already low prices. So visit piratechristianradio.com forward slash cheap, write down the promo code, then click on the banner and book your low-cost travel today. And remember, a portion of your purchase at Cheapo Air goes to support Pirate Christian Radio. We're back. Uh, warning, cheap parlor tricks and, uh, well, misdirection and things like that. Those are not miracles from God the Holy Spirit. Neither are cold readings. Yeah, the Holy Ghost movie ain't from the Holy Ghost. Just a reminder, Fighting for the Faith is listener-supported radio. That means we depend upon you and your generous gifts and financial contributions in order to continue to bring Fighting for the Faith to you into the world. And you can partner with us by visiting our website, fightingforthefaith.com. When you get there, you'll see our two friendly yellow buttons. One says donate. The other says join our crew. When you join our crew, you're signing up to automatically contribute $8.95 every month. That's it to the ongoing work and mission of Fighting for the Faith and Pirate Christian Radio. It's a great way to support us. And of course, if you would like to specify the amount that you would like to contribute, you could do so by clicking on the Donate button, or you can make your gift payable to Fighting for the Faith, and then send that to Post Office Box 13344, Grand Forks, North Dakota, zip code 58208. Let me thank you for your support, because we cannot do what we are doing here without it. Now, before we get to the the leg-growing trick, it's not a miracle, it's a trick, what we're going to do here is I want to play for you a little bit of some of the theology from uh, this particular movie. And what I find fascinating is the idea is that supposedly we can grow in our, um, in our, in our understanding of being able to hear God the Holy Spirit, and mistakes are, to be, are considered to be, well, a normal part of uh, learning how to be moving in the prophetic. So we're going to play for you a portion from the movie as well as a soundbite from the soon-to-be-released deluxe edition of the Holy Ghost movie. Uh, here's the narrator of the movie to uh, explain as we go forward. Here we go. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. You know, we're really when you begin to hear the Holy Spirit, there's all these questions going on. Your mind is going, is that you? Is that, is that really Holy Spirit? And- <laughs> you don't know? So God the Holy Spirit's talking to you, and you're not sure if it's God the Holy Spirit? I don't seem to recall any of the Old Testament prophets having a hard time understanding it was God the Holy Spirit. And really, it's the fruit of it. Is the fruit revealing that you did listen to Holy Spirit? He says to Moses, he says, come out and worship me on this mountain. And when you come out to worship me on this mountain, then you will know that I have spoken to you. It's after the fact. So you do what God tells you. You, you listen to the, the voice. And when there's fruit there, then you realize, yes, I did hear Holy Spirit. Yeah, for me, I had to grow in hearing the Holy Spirit. I had to grow in recognizing his voice and when he when he speaks. And that only came from taking risk. So if you hear if you hear something, if you hear the Holy Spirit say, I want you to pray for this person, they're gonna get healed, or I, I, I have a blessing for this person, the only way you know whether you're hearing accurately is to step out and do it. So- the only way you know you're hearing accurately is if you step out into it. So you don't know for sure until you step out into it, you know. You, I mean, it, the voice speaking to you could be, you know, some piece of undigested pizza from a couple nights ago that's causing you to hallucinate, you know? So you have to fail in order to hear correctly. You have to miss it. You have to fail in order to hear correctly. You have to miss it. Wrong. This is not what Scripture teaches. Deuteronomy chapter 18, okay? <clears throat> Listen to this. Deuteronomy 18, I'll start at verse 19. Whoever will not listen to my words that he, the prophet, shall speak in my name, I myself will require it of him. But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name that I have not commanded him to speak, or who speaks in the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. Hmm? And if you say in your heart, well, how may we know the word that the Lord has not spoken? 
When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the word does not come to pass or come true, that is a word that the Lord, Yahweh, has not spoken. The prophet has spoken presumptuously. You need not be afraid of him. In fact, according to the Mosaic Covenant, false prophets, yeah, these are not guys who were, oh, who said, whoa, 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 I'm still learning. I'm, well, I, you know, I understand that what I said didn't come true yet. Um, it didn't come true at all, and the opposite came black. But I'm still learning to hear God the Holy Spirit. No. According to the Mosaic Covenant, uh, that one who spoke presumptuously, uh, they were put to death. Yeah, uh, prophets had to speak with 100% accuracy, otherwise they were known to be false prophets. So the theology of the Holy Ghost movie is, is oh, you know, you got to learn. You're not sure if it's God, the Holy Spirit. You kind of have to step out in faith, and you're going to make some mistakes. And that's the, making the mistakes is how you're going to learn to, you know, be more accurate. Uh-uh. If you're hearing from, if you're really hearing from God, the Holy Spirit, yeah, don't you think the God who created the universe by speaking it into existence in six literal days is capable of actually speaking to a person that, number one, they actually know it's God, the Holy Spirit. Number two, because the source of their information is God, the Holy Spirit, that everything they say is 100% accurate. That's what God teaches us in Deuteronomy 18, but not these guys. Let's keep listening. So you understand what it actually sounds like when he is speaking. Learning the language of Holy Spirit is like learning the language of this world. But now think about how you learn a language. The way you learn a language is you become childlike. You listen. You're not afraid to make mistakes. Uh, there we go again. Make mistakes. Hmm. If you're arrogant and you're proud, you can't learn a language well. Because you're, you're too afraid to make a mistake. Where in the Bible does it say learning to listen to the Holy Spirit is like learning a language and you have to be willing to make mistakes? There isn't a single passage in the Bible that says this. All of these people are speaking from their quote-unquote experiences. This is nowhere. Your experiences do not rise to the level of Christian doctrine or biblical truth. But if you're childlike and you're not afraid to humble yourself and become like a little child, you'll learn a language. It's the same kind of process learning Holy Spirit's language. The fear of failure keeps us from success. Now, this is Bill Johnson from uh, Bethel and Reading. And you have, to, you have to be willing to learn how to hear the voice, and that means I'm going to get it wrong. Learning to hear the voice means you're going to get it wrong. Again, Deuteronomy 18 says 100% or death. That's what it says. That's automatic. It's going. So I have to. What I have to learn to do is to take ownership when it's wrong. If uh, if I uh, you know promise something that uh, the Lord didn't back up, then I need to make that right. I need to clean up my mess. But it's a it's a part of the process. When I taught my uh, my kids how to ride the bike, I took them to the park where there was a lot of grass, so that when they fell, they would fall on grass. And as leaders, we're supposed to create an environment where learning is safe. Where in the Bible does it say we're supposed to create a, an environment where learning is safe for them to make mistakes and, you know, fall down and, you know, when it comes to hearing the voice of God? In other words, you know, I don't put somebody on a stage to prophesy over 20 people that's just learning to hear the voice of the Lord. It's probably not wisdom unless I'm specifically directed because I don't want to put them in a position where their fall is going to hurt. Uh-huh. The weird thing here is is that the Bible says the exact opposite of what um, Bill Johnson is saying here, what these other people are saying in the Holy Ghost movie. Um, God, the Holy Spirit, has inspired the book of Deuteronomy to basically say, if somebody, doesn't come, if somebody says something in the name of the Lord and it doesn't come to pass, they're a false prophet. And back in the day, uh, you were not only instructed to not fear them, uh, you were instructed to, well, stone them to death. And in the deluxe edition, the forthcoming deluxe edition of this Holy Ghost movie, Bill Johnson kind of goes a little farther with this um, this analogy, if you would. Here, here's some more information from Bill Johnson regarding learning to, you know, make mistakes and, you know, kind of grow in hearing the voice of God. So that, we, that's how we learn. We learn through trial and error, and you just have to be... You know, it's a part of, it's like any, you know, any great bit, Apple computers, you know, they have, they have manufacturing, the core value, zero defects. Research development is, you have to have defects in order to know what doesn't work. It's a part of the core value. And learning how to hear from God, learning how to operate in the gifts requires this core value. 
how come the Bible doesn't teach that? Hmm? This deal here, no defects. That's the character aspect. No defects. This is, we have to learn how to hear. We have to learn how to release the anointing, power, the miracles that he's wanting to bring about. It's required that we develop culture within, uh, within ministries, within churches. It says, you know what? We expect mistakes, and it's okay. Mm, we expect mistakes, and it's okay. And yet, the, the Word of God, the written Word of God, which we know is from God the Holy Spirit, says the exact opposite. So who's, here's the question. Who are you going to believe? God's Word, the written Word of God, or these guys who are saying the exact opposite of what Scripture says? Now, that, that kind of gives you an idea of the theology of what's going on in the Holy Ghost movie. Well, let's get to this leg-growing thing. And that's going to require me to spend a little bit of time kind of preparing you for this. In fact, on the uh, Fighting for the Faith website, I'm going to embed the entire video here. There was a documentary made a few years ago from Darren Brown, and the name of it is Miracles for Sale. And Darren Brown debunks these so-called miracles and many of the techniques of charismatic faith healers. And what they do is they take an ordinary guy and they turn him into a faith healer to demonstrate that these techniques can be taught to people and they are nothing but that techniques. They're not actually from God the Holy Spirit, including this leg-growing miracle. So here's a, a snippet from the documentary, Miracles for Sale, and you can find this at fightingforthefaith.com. It'll be embedded with today's episode, the uh, September 9th, tw- uh, 2014 episode of Fighting for the Faith, and uh, you, you, that way you can watch the whole thing in its context. And you know, it's one of those programs that is absolutely kind of must-see if you want to be a discerning Christian. But here's... Uh, Darren Brown explaining how the, um, well, you know, how this leg-growing miracle actually works. Here we go. You are about to see a world where greed and deceit raise their ugly heads, where lives have been needlessly lost, and where hope, the most precious gift of all, is peddled at a price. This is the wickedness in the world of faith healing. In Jesus' name, left leg, I command you grow. You can witness another popular miracle that faith healers often claim by typing street faith healer leg into YouTube. This impressive demonstration has been performed and filmed in a guerrilla style all over the world. I'm going to show you how this works with my co-writer, Ian Sharkey, who genuinely has arthritis and back problems. Started in my hips, has now moved into kind of top of my spine, my back, hands. There's always something somewhere that's, that's yeah. kind of constantly in pain, you just, you know, you okay. Classically, what spinal arthritis will do is it'll shrink, as the muscles shrink, it'll shrink one of your legs back, which I think in your case it looks like it's, looks like it's on this side. Can I bring your legs out? Excuse me. Nathan, do you want to come and have a look at this? Now, in this demonstration, Darren Brown is playing a character, the character of a faith healer. So you're going to hear him use you know, language that you hear faith healers doing, but he's not really claiming to be a faith healer. He's exposing their techniques. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good couple of inches shorter. Can you see, Nathan, this leg here has shrunk a couple of inches. Can you see the difference between, if you look at the heels? So what we're going to do is we're going to heal the arthritis in your spine. Father, cast out that devil of arthritis and grow this leg. It's grow. I can feel now. I can feel that in my hand. I can feel this start to grow. It's like the foot is... Look, you can see. You can see it's coming down to the length of the other foot. Now you can feel that. Can you see this? Can you see that? That is, it's filling out... The calf is extending, the feet are now even, those legs are now the same length. And you can feel that subside, yes? Yeah. Pain gone? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. St- now, stand up for me, can you stand up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> run around, run around, let me see, let me see, just, just... Easy. How's your spine feeling at the moment? Uh, fine, fine. Genuinely? Yeah. Yeah, you're not making this up, the spine no, no, is no, fine, no, your no, leg... No. You saw that happen, didn't you? You saw that leg extending, you saw it, yes? This is all based on something that I put a lot of emphasis on this foot here. But as is what would be pretty obvious to most people at home. Now he's describing how the trick is done. It's done using misdirection, and then the misdirection, while people's focusing on the on one foot, he slips the heel of the shoe off of the other foot far enough to make it appear that uh, the two feet are not even. You know, one is shorter than the other. As uh, whenever you see them do this on YouTube, there's always a point they bring the legs up, and then they ask for the camera to come in, and all that's happening at that point is they just loosen one shoe. Not the shoe we're all looking at, but the other shoe. All the trick is going to be is, while I'm talking about this, this leg lengthening, I'm just moving this shoe 
just sliding it back on the back on the heel. It's a very old classic faith healer trick. But there's all sorts of other things I can make it sound like. Like I know this is going to hurt your hamstrings doing mm. this for a while. So I can say to you, you can feel this pain, can't you? So when we do this, and I say, and that pain's gone, isn't it? I lower your legs. You honestly will say yeah, yes, yeah. but you're talking about this hamstring pain because of this. It's nothing to do with your spinal Abs pain. Absolutely. Likewise, when you stand up, you're not limping. There's no limping. Well, you weren't limping before. Mm. No one said you. you didn't say you were limping. No, no. You touch your toes, jump around. You could do those things anyway. Absolutely. We said earlier on you're in pain all mm -hmm. the time, but it's not in your spine. It's all over the place. But I can say to you at the end of that, and your spine is. How's your spine feeling? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Because it wasn't hurting anyway. Yeah. It is the leg lengthening trick that is absolutely the mark of a charlatan. That's right. Darren gets it right. The uh, leg lengthening trick is the sign, sure sign of a charlatan because the person performing the so-called miracle knows all it is is misdirection and slipping the heel of a shoe out and then making it look like they're being healed. It's, it's a trick. The person performing it is a charlatan and guess which miracle showed up in the Holy Ghost movie. That's right. The leg lengthening, quote unquote, miracle showed up and of all places at a corn concert. Yeah. Uh, what they did is they had uh, head Welch from corn, you know, come out with, uh, let's see, his name was, uh, that's right. Todd white. The two of them were out at the line while people were filing in for a corn concert and they called people out, you know, for healing. And one guy in particular, they called him out and guess which miracle they performed on him. <laughs> that's right. The miracle of the leg lengthening. Let's listen in to the Holy Ghost movie as, well, this charlatan trick was employed to prove, oh, that God, the Holy Spirit, is at work in the ministry of uh, men like uh, Todd White. Here we go. Do you have anything that gives you any trouble with one of your shoulders? No. Physically, are you healthy? Completely. Is there any problems at all physically? Uh, my back isn't the best. Okay. We call broke back, back Joe. Did you really? Yeah. Broke like the bottom? Oh, the yeah, bottom broke of back Joe. No way. Oh. Okay. Broke back Joe. So you got to see this, dude. Come here. I'm going to show you something. Come here. Okay, sit right there. Sit? sit. Yep, sit. And then sit back some. Put your butt back on the... Like, sit back yes, on the stage. Here. Like, sit back a little bit more. I'm up here. Okay. So... Bless you, man. All right. So, which side of your back hurts the worst? Uh, this side, yeah. Okay. All right. So, how long ago did you break? Oh, a couple years ago. Okay. So, you got pain? A little bit. Does it go yeah. down your leg? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, take your pants and hike them up a little bit. All right. So, I'm going to put your legs together. All right. All right. So, when, when you look at... You already went to, you've gone to chiropractors and doctors and all that. Yeah, they tell your legs they yeah. tell your legs shorter, your one leg shorter than the other one. No. And it throws you back out. Okay, so regardless right. of like well yeah, no matter what. You, like, you take your thing. toes and okay. so bring your heels together. No, but look, you can see your feet. Do you see your feet? Yeah. Just let it I'll hold them. Just relax. I got you. Don't try to hold them up. Right. So relax, okay. So if you see this leg, it's longer than the other one. And because of with back injuries and stuff, a lot of times it throws your legs out. So what I'll do, regardless of what... Yeah, so Todd White's got this fish on the hook, no doubt about it. But he's just going to be performing a magic trick. That's all he's going to be doing. We continue. This is what you believe. I'm going to pray for you. And Jesus is going to grow your leg out and heal your back. You don't even have to believe, dude. So you get into the, the weirdest place of belief that you want. You can unbelieve as much as you want. And God's going to grow your leg out and heal your back. I promise, man. Okay. Okay? So, because regardless of where someone's heart is, his love for you is bigger. Like, I know because I got shot at, I was that guy. You know what I mean? Okay. So, Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. Left leg, I command you grow right now. Jesus' name. Look at it. See it? Whoa. Look at that. Can you guys see that right there? Yes. Right. It's longer now than the other one. So, Father, I thank you for a brand new back, God. I thank you that it's not about religion. It's about Jesus. Yeah, actually, it's not about Jesus. It's about a magic trick. Yeah, this was no miracle. It's not about religion. It's not about just a building. It's about Jesus, man. Jesus, I thank you for a brand new back. Father, thank you that all the pain would leave his back, that every bit would be healed. So, Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. That his back will be made whole. God, I ask you to bless this man, overwhelm him with your goodness, God. Because he is awesome. 
He loves me and he loves you, bro. Promise, man. Look at that. Stand up and check your back, man. I'm serious, dude. Broke Joe. Broke Joe. Broke Fix Joe. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12 states, The coming of the lawless one is by the activity of Satan, with all power and false signs and wonders, and with all wicked deception for those who are perishing because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion so that they may believe what is false in order that all may be condemned, who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Yeah, in this episode of Fighting for the Faith, we demonstrated that the miracles in the movie Holy Ghost, they're not miracles at all. Uh, In the one hand, you have people engaging in the technique used by charlatan psychics uh, known as cold reading. And then on the other hand, we have so-called miracles where we have leg growing, which is not a, it's not a miracle, it's a magic trick. These are false signs and false wonders being pawned off on the Christian church as miracles from God the Holy Spirit and demonstrating His power. But <clears throat> this is not the power of the Holy Spirit that we're seeing. We're seeing the work of Satan at work, false signs, false wonders designed to deceive people who do not love the truth. And we also demonstrated that the theology behind the Holy Ghost movie absolutely contradicts the Word of God regarding the prophetic. And if you know anybody that believes that this movie is from God the Holy Spirit, directed by God the Holy Spirit, you need to warn them. And you need to let them listen to this episode of Fighting for the Faith because they're being deceived. These are not the works of God the Holy Spirit, but these are the works of men who are charlatans and deceivers, all in the name of Jesus But what they're doing is deceiving people and not pointing them to the truth. What was really missing in all of the street ministry and so-called miracle ministry that was taking place in uh, the movie uh, The Holy Ghost, what was missing was a clarion call for sinners to repent and to be forgiven by the shed blood of Christ. Sinners were not confronted with their sins. No, instead, basically the idea was you go out and you give people some kind of demonstration of the Spirit's power, and that's supposed to let them know that God is real. And then what happens after that, I who knows? But are they brought to penitent faith in Christ for the forgiveness of their sins? Is there any theology explaining that they're dead in trespasses and sins, in need of a Savior, that Christ truly bled and died for them, and that in order to not perish, they need to be brought to penitent faith and trust in Christ for the forgiveness of their sins and have eternal life? No, there was not that. This movie is literally just just nuts. It's filled with false signs, false wonders, false theology, and it's deceiving people all in the name of Jesus. And Christians should not be embracing this film nor defending it. Instead, Christians should be opening up their Bibles and comparing what's being said in this film to the Word of God, opening their eyes and seeing that the miracles that are being put forward in this film as signs and wonders from God the Holy Spirit aren't from God the Holy Spirit at all. These are, these are cheap, cheap parlor tricks all done in the name of God. And the thing is, is again, I come back to the words of Jesus. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And what's missing from the Holy Ghost movie is truth. And that is not Christian. That is of the devil, because Satan is the one who is the father of lies. What do you think? Love to get your feedback. If you'd like to email me regarding anything you've heard on this edition of Fighting for the Faith, you can do so. My email address is talkback at fightingforthefaith.com, or you can subscribe on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash pirate Christian, or follow me on Twitter. My name there, at pirate Christian. Till tomorrow, may God richly bless you in the grace and mercy won by Jesus Christ and his vicarious death on the cross for all of your sins. Amen.